Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, here we go. Hope you are doing well. Another edition of Listen Up with Grant Napier. And we start with another embarrassing loss for the Sacramento Kings. And I don't know if you heard the comments post-game of Alvin Gentry. I feel bad for Alvin. You know, this isn't his fault. Seriously, he inherited a mess. You know, he's got to talk about how embarrassing this is. And then the, uh, you know, the players hold a meeting, you know, after the game. Really? Like, how many meetings do you have to have? You know, this is not complicated. It's not complicated. You know, we talked about this yesterday, right? We talked about this yesterday on Listen App. And it's like, come on now. It's ridiculous. It absolutely is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. By the way, Steph Curry has gotten the job done in New York at the Garden as the Warriors and the Knicks are currently playing uh, as he stands alone, uh, three-point uh, shooting. He's the all-time three-point king. I'm going to talk about this in a little bit because I think this is a uh, – listen, Steph Curry's great, all right? We know Steph Curry is great. But, yeah, you, <laughs> you think Larry Bird would have been up right there? I mean, the way the game was played. Can you imagine Larry Bird playing in this era? But, again, Steph Curry's great. I'm not taking anything away from him, but it's uh, – the game is so different now, so different. Even Ray Allen. I mean, if Ray Allen started playing in the NBA now, are you kidding me? Like, if he started playing the same year as Steph Curry, I think Ray Allen would still be the guy. Again, great achievement by a great person. I'm a big Steph Curry fan. Good for him. But, you know, you talk about the Kings and, you know, getting ready to come home to take on Washington now. I, I want to see what the crowd's going to be like tomorrow. I really do. I want to see what the attendance is for the Wizards game. Because in, in, in all honesty, you know, if you're a fan, not only of the Kings, uh, I met a fan the other night who's a season ticket holder for the Texans. He has lower level seats. He was telling me he can only get 15 bucks 15 bucks for his lower-level seats for the home Houston Texans games. How about that? So if you're a fan of the Kings, and they're now 11-17, and 17, and they don't even look like they want to be on the floor, or at least they certainly didn't look like they wanted to be on the floor the last two nights, last two games, right? 
Like, are we talking? Are we talking about? I mean, let's just call it the way it is. Is there going to be seven thousand people at the game? Will there be less than seven thousand? You have Washington, Memphis, who even without John Morant is beating everybody. You have San Antonio in on Sunday. Then you're at Golden State. Then you end out the calendar year, home Clippers, home Memphis, home home Oklahoma City, and then two home games against Dallas. You want to tell me how many wins are on there? Washington, Memphis, San Antonio, at Golden State, the Clippers, Memphis, Oklahoma City, Dallas, and Dallas. So you have a long homestand where the Kings don't play well, by the way. All right? Oh, and by the way, Happy New Year. The Miami Heat come in town on January 2nd. And then you have a really easy start to the new year. Should be no problem. You're at the Lakers, home Atlanta, at Denver, at Portland, home Cleveland, home Lakers, two home games with the Rockets who all of a sudden are playing better. Oh, boy. But here you are. You want to talk about being at home, right? Look at this homestand. Think about it. Nine of the next ten in front of an empty Golden One Center. That's the way I look at it. You know, you might have people go out to see Luca play. You know, the Warriors are on the road. Washington, despite the fact that they're having a good year, you know, they, they don't exactly get people to run out to the arena. I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I really don't know what to say. All right, you know the routine. You raise your hand. You get on stage with me. And uh, we'll do this. Washington, by the way, they have not played very well. They've lost two in a row. And after a hot start, uh, they're now 15 and 13. All right, how about all the COVID issues going on in the NBA, the NFL, and in hockey? All right, it is now starting to become a real issue. And I'm going to keep it to sports right now, not society. It is becoming a real big issue in our sports leagues. And it will have an effect, particularly in the National Football League, I think, as the playoffs begin. Because I think it's going to get worse. And what happens if your star quarterback comes down with COVID? Odell Beckham, now among nine players, have been placed on the COVID list by the Rams. Hockey games have been postponed. The Bulls postponed, all right? I mean, it's just brutal. It really is absolutely brutal. So, you know, Giannis now in COVID protocol. James Harden and six other Nets in COVID protocol. Lakers had to cancel practice. Um. You know, the NBA is expecting a big, well, I shouldn't say big, an uptick in the month of January. The next two Bulls games have been postponed due to a COVID outbreak there. And 
you know, again, in the NFL, it's a big difference. You you can't make up games in the NFL like you can in the NBA. Jarvis Landry, among nine, I think it was nine, I read maybe eight Cleveland Browns that are now on the COVID list. I don't know. Uh, What what I do know is this is going to be an issue for all sports leagues uh, moving forward. You know, the NHL, and I know a lot of people in in uh, on, in my audience, you know, don't talk, you know, a lot of hockey, but there's some big issues going on right now in the National Hockey League. You know, the Hurricanes and the Wild postpone their game. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, the Olympics are starting in February. And I, I don't know how the NHL is going to do this. I really don't. So, uh, I, they, I think Connor McDavid, I read, who is uh, just an unbelievable star. He's the MVP of the National Hockey League. Like, if you go to China, they want you to quarantine for up to five weeks if you test positive. How about that? Not, not, I mean, I'm talking about quarantining in China. If you get to China and you test positive, you're going to stay in China for five weeks? Come on now. Five weeks. I don't know why any player in the National Hockey League would be going to play in the Olympics. I don't see it. Don't see it. The International Olympic Committee, they came out and said this. An athlete who tests positive for COVID in China will need to produce two negative results 24 hours apart, all right? If they're unable to do that, the quarantine period could be from three to five weeks. Think about that for a minute. Three to five weeks. First of all, why three to five weeks? Three to five weeks. I mean, seriously now. Just the whole thing is ridiculous. But if you don't think that this is going to have an impact in the upcoming NFL playoffs, and I say upcoming, I'm full aware that it's still, you know, the middle of December. But this is this is brutal. Absolutely brutal. It really is. All right, if you want to get in on the show today, I'd love to hear from you. And if you are a Kings fan, I really want to hear from you because I want to know this. You've got... Nine of 10 games coming up at home. If you're a season ticket holder or you have tickets, are you going to the game? I really want to hear from you because I'm getting hit up on social media. My YouTube channel page, my Twitter page, and I'm getting a lot of messages from fans that are telling me they're not going. They are telling me they are done. I just had a message from a family in Reno that makes it a holiday tradition to go to a game, make the drive, have fun. They're not going. They're done. And I've been reading from many other people that are hitting me up, telling me the same thing. So I ask you, are you, uh, uh, let me put it to you this way. If I gave you free tickets right now, free, to go to the game tomorrow against Washington, are you going to go? 
Are you going? Let me ask you this. If I give you free tickets to a bad game, or excuse me, I don't know if the game is going to be bad. It could be a great game. A, a bad team, you know, like that fan in Houston, Texans fan. You know, if I handed out two tickets on the 50-yard line, 30 rows off the field, are you going to watch the Texans play? I mean, I guess you'd have to be a fan of the team. Maybe that's not a fair question. If you're a fan of a bad team, if you're a fan of a bad team with outrageous concession prices everywhere, with the exception of maybe two or three franchises in professional sports, I'm not just talking about at Golden One, sir. I mean everywhere. It's ridiculous. Are you going to the game? I would love to know from you. I would, I'd love to hear from you. All right, so hit me up. Raise that hand, I, uh, the uh, hand icon, uh, and let's talk about this. All right, NBA, again, Steph Curry is now number one in three-point maids in his career. Steph and the Warriors are in New York. I read a tweet about Draymond Green, who has lost touch with reality, complaining about how the Warriors had to fly to New York today because they had a mechanical after the game in Indiana. And, you know, like he was talking about, gee, you got to travel and play on the same day. You know, someone needs to sit down with Draymond and talk to him about what it was like for NBA players before they had charters, where this was an everyday occurrence. And not only that, Draymond had a 10 a.m. flight this morning. When I started in the NBA, when we flew commercial, guess what the league rule was? The league rule was you had to take the first flight out the next morning. If that first flight was at 6 a.m., you had to be on it. That's just the way it was. You know, so Dray- Draymond, and that was a commercial flight too. So somebody needs to sit down with Draymond and give him a little dose of freaking reality and stop being so damn spoiled. All right? He's bitching because he got on a private jet to fly an hour to New York check into a hotel, get room service, take a nap, and go play at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I really feel bad for him. Really feel bad for him. All right, Richard wants to come on. Richard, you got to hit that microphone icon on the bottom of your device. It will light up green, and then you'll be on with me. All right, so just look at the bottom of your device. You see that little microphone? You hit that, and then you'll come on with me. All right, but I can't put you on. I can't talk to you until your microphone is on. All right, so Richard, I'm going to put you back in the audience. Raise your hand again. Hit that little microphone icon, uh, and then we will uh, put you on. All right, elsewhere in the NBA, the Nets are leading the Raptors 43-35. to 35. They have got a whole bunch of players out uh, due to the COVID protocol, and the Nets, again, on top of the Raptors who – Embarrass the Kings. All right. Uh, let's get to Richard. Hello, Richard. How are you? Richard. Richard, I got your mic on. Your mic is on. Can you hear me, Richard? Hit, hit the button. Can you hear me now? Yep. I got you now. Go ahead, Richard. Okay. Awesome, Grant. Yeah, I'm a native Sacramentan. Uh, moved out of there in 2007. I've spoken to you a half a dozen times at least, and I live in San Diego now. And 
you were talking about going to games and who would go, whatever. Anyway, I want to go up to Sacramento for my brother's 70th birthday on the 29th against uh, Dallas Mavericks. Okay. And so it's kind go of to been a family. Richard? Richard, we got a real bad connection. Uh, you would start breaking up as soon as you got on. So I think I heard what you're saying. Your brother's 70th birthday on the 29th. You're going to the Mavs game, and uh, Luca and the Mavs are in town. Speaking of Luca and the Mavs, Luca's out again. You know, I'm, I'm still waiting for the Mavs uh, to be a good team. I really am. You know, all I hear about is Luca this, Luca that, Luca this, Luca that, Luca this, Luca that, Luca this, Luca that. And every year I look at the standings, you know, and the Mavs are near the bottom tier of the playoff teams in the West. You know, right now, again, they're seventh. They're a game over 500. And listen, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to have Luka on my team. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying is I just, I, I think it's just a little ridiculous. The Luka mania, you know, it's a team game. It's not an individual game. And it doesn't seem like Dallas is responding to what Luka brings to that team. I guess, I, I don't know if it's hard to play with Luka. I've heard it is. But, you know, the Mavs are basically a 500 team. Why is that? Why is that? All right, let's get to John. Hello, John. Good to hear from you today. How are you? I'm good, Grant. How are you doing? Good, John. What, what, what's up? Well, I want to respond to your earlier question. Uh, I waited a little bit to, to call to call in to raise my hand because uh, you made me think about tickets for the Wizards game that it might be, you know, as you said, the Wizards are not a big draw in Sacramento, even if they're playing well. And uh, I checked out, uh, I don't know if I could say the platform, but I checked out a platform, a, a resale platform. You, you can say it. SeatGeek. SeatGeek is pretty okay. good to me. I, I like SeatGeek a little a little bit better than NBA, NBA.com, NBA tickets or whatever. They seem to have better deals, and they sort it by the best deals. Anyway, went there, and uh, courtside seats, row three, so not courtside, courtside, but courtside yep. seats across the Wizards bench, $169 before fees. So I paid I, – I bought them because I've never been to Lexus Lounge. I've never been courtside at any, at any type of courtside seat. So um, – I wanted to, I wanted to, I bought an expensive Lexus Lounge more than anything else, and courtside seats, you know, for any NBA game. So um, that's what I did. I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to that game. I paid that money um, because uh, with my girl, with my fiance, because uh, good for you. I want to check that out. You know, I, I want to. Check, it's more about that than the team, obviously, than the, than the Kings. Yeah, the Lexus Lounge is beautiful. I haven't obviously been there uh, since pre-pandemic, but you know, the Lexus Lounge is a premium lounge, and they do a great job. And you know, the people that work in the Lexus Lounge are just the best. I mean, they're the nicest people, and I probably miss that more than, well, not more than doing the games, but just the people that work at the arena who have worked there for so many years that came over from Arco. Uh, they're just they're, they're, they're just the sweetest, nicest people. I really miss uh, seeing them on a regular basis, but I think you'll have a good time. Yeah. And if I can talk about the Mavs a little bit, I'm not a, I'm not an expert on the Kings even, but I'm not an expert yeah. on the Mavs at all. But I mean, Luca is great. Luca is a great player, whether he's you know doing all sorts of different things. Uh, other than that, it's like I looked at the minutes getters on uh, the the Mavericks. They got 
in order, Dorian Finney-Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr., Chris Tapsporzingis, who is not really the Chris Tapps he was in New York, you know, before his injury. Jalen Brunson is good, but he plays the same position as Luca. Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell. I mean, these are not world beaters, his, his, his supporting cast. I don't know why people think Dallas is going to be so good. Luca's great, but the supporting cast is not that great, in my opinion. I mean, good good NBA players. But well, not- generally, generally, though, when you have one great player – and yeah. I think you have to consider Luca as a great player. Generally, in the NBA, if you have that one guy, that one guy can can have a, a, a tremendous impact on the team. And I'm just wondering, and I because I hear these things about Luca. The reason why I'm bringing this up is, you know, I, I, again, I was in the league, and when you're in the league, you hear a lot of stuff, and you have a lot of contacts, and you talk to a lot of people. And I just hear rumblings that he's not the easiest guy in the world to play with. And I also know this. Uh, from again being in the league, Rick Carlisle uh, got really frustrated uh, coaching Luca, and Rick Carlisle knew last winter that he was gone, that he was not going to be there anymore, and Rick, you know, no longer there. Now you have Jason Kidd, and you know Luca's still doing his thing, and the Mavs are basically a 500 team, and I'm just wondering why is that? Is is there something to Luca who has the ball in his hands pretty much all the time? It, it, you have to really accept your role when you play with a superstar. And Kristaps Porzingis obviously doesn't fit in with that. I mean, he, as you said, he's not the guy that he was uh, in New York. Now, that could be his injury. You know, it could also be that, you know, he's used to being yeah. the man, and he's not the man in Dallas. He is just part of the – the puzzle, you know, in other words, he's just a piece to play alongside Luca. So, you know, I, I'm not really sure. What I do know is the NBA, as we keep on talking about, John, is a bottom line business. It's wins and losses. OK, and right now the Dallas Mavericks are a 500 basketball team, period. That's what they are. They're a 500 team. Yes, I, I that's well, that's obviously true. Um, I would say uh, I would right now attribute it more to uh, ownership, front office, and I'm not a confident person in Jason Kidd. Uh, I, the talking heads I follow don't like him from the, the Nets in Milwaukee, being coach, I mean, not player. But um, and um, I don't know, they have a new GM. He's supposed to be hopefully able to attract free agents because he's a, a former, a former agent, former agent himself. And uh, Hoping he can do that. Cuban. Yeah, see, now, but you said one thing about Jason Kidd, and you might be right about Jason Kidd, but you know, Rick Carlisle basically yeah. had the, the the same success or lack thereof with with Luca. They didn't win a playoff series. Luca's never That's won a, a playoff series. Now, I shouldn't say never. He's not like he's been in the league for ten years. But you know, the Mavs have Luca's never won a playoff series uh, in in the NBA, and. Again, I'm not trying to be critical of Luca. That's not my point. My point is, why is it that the Mavs, with a player that's probably going to be in the top five again in the MVP voting, you know, are basically a 500 team? Yeah, that's good. That's a good question. I guess uh, we'll find out. I mean, um, over the course of time, because he's he hasn't even started his, his max deal yet. So we'll see. As he, as he, I'm sure they'll hold on to him for a long time, as long as they yep. can. And I wonder, and what and what would happen, John? If let's just say two years from now, we're having the same conversation and Luca with his cachet doesn't want to be in Dallas anymore and pulls an Anthony Davis or something like that, uh, he'll be moved. And, you know, could you imagine Luca as big as he is playing in Dallas, which is a big market? Could you imagine Luca being at Madison Square Garden every night? Um, 
I don't know. I'm not sure what you're driving at. I mean, he does complain an awful lot. It might be hard to watch him complain so much, but um, kind of co- similar. Although he's not getting, and he's getting texts too, actually. So uh, similar to Cousins in that sense. Um, I don't want to, you know, I'm not a big fan of Cousins as far as uh, his on the court behavior, but uh, I don't want to compare him to Luca. I, I just did. I don't want to lump him with with Cousins. But um, he is. What are you driving at with regard to like uh, playing Madison Square Garden? Just the scrutiny and. Well, the, what uh, I'm saying is, what, I, what I'm saying is, Luca, as big as he is, in Dallas. Uh, oh, Luca, okay. Luca, Luca, like if, if he becomes disenchanted with Dallas, you and I both know that he would go to a huge market, whether it be the LA market, the New York market. I mean, that's just the way the league is now. That's just the reality. And I was just saying to you, as big as Luca is in Dallas, and again, the Mavs are not a, a bad organization, but you know, they're in Dallas and Dallas is a football town. It's not a basketball town. Could you imagine him being on the Knicks? I'm just wondering. Could you imagine the Luka mania, the marketing? Could you imagine <laughs> yeah. the ratings? Could you imagine everything associated with Luka being at Madison Square Garden? That's that's the only point I'm making. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be crazy, no doubt. No doubt. All right, John. You have a good day, all right? Enjoy you the too. game tomorrow. Take it easy. All right, thanks. All right. All right. So, you know, there's a guy that wants to take his fiance got, you know, seats for relatively inexpensive being that close to the court. And, but he also made a very interesting comment. He's going more to go to the Lexus lounge, really, that he's actually more excited for, for, for almost for that than the game. I I do know this, the atmosphere is going to be horrible at the game tomorrow. I do know that there's going to be zero energy in the building and it's going to be up to the players And I will also tell you this, in my experience, coming home from Toronto on a road trip is probably the hardest place. It takes forever to, you know, go through immigration. It's a long walk to the gate. And for whatever reason, the plane sits on the ground for a while. Then it's a five-hour-plus flight. Then you have one day off, and then you play. So on top of everything else, all right, on top of everything else, you're coming off a road trip that where you sucked and you embarrassed yourself, and then you also are dealing with a brutal schedule, you know, a, a really tough cross-country flight going through everything. That is not... You know, to make everything else, you know, on top of everything else for the Kings, it, you know, we've, you, we've been talking about their getting off the bad starts the last couple of games. Well, good luck tomorrow. Again, Washington has lost two games in a row. They lost to Utah. No, no problem there. And then they were, they started this road trip in Denver on uh, last night. They lost 113 to 107. So that's an easy trip because you gain an hour and no, no, not that big of a deal. And then after tomorrow, the Wizards go to Phoenix, Utah. Then they go to Brooklyn uh, and New York uh, on this road trip. Hey, if you want to uh, come on the program, hit your hand icon. We didn't even talk about the uh, NFL and Monday Night Football. Uh, that's a big win. 
That is a really big win for the Rams on the road. It keeps them really breathing and also uh, gives them momentum. So that was that was big for them. Absolutely big to go in there uh, and uh, win that game. I didn't think they would go into Arizona uh, and win that game. And I don't really know what to make of the the Rams. I really don't. I'm I'm just not a Matthew Stafford guy. I, I I don't see how anyone, all right, can have a lot of confidence in him going into the playoffs. So you got uh, New England number one seed in the AFC. Tennessee nine and four. Kansas City nine and four. Baltimore's fourth at eight and five. Chargers are fifth at eight and five. Colts seven and six. The Bills. Seven and six. Those are your playoff teams right now. Cleveland's in the hunt. Cincinnati's in the hunt. Denver's in the hunt. Pittsburgh's breathing. NFC, Green Bay, the number one seed. They got the tiebreaker. That's a big loss for Arizona last night. It knocks them out of the, the number one seed. Tampa, number two. Arizona, three. Dallas is four. The Rams now are five. The Niners are six. And they got the Falcons coming up this week. Washington at seventh at six and seven. Minnesota's in the hunt, which I, it shows you how bad the NFC is this year. Philadelphia is in the hunt, which shows you how bad the NFC is. Atlanta, New Orleans, all in the hunt. A lot of bad teams. All right. Um, I am making this a quick show today because I have an event that I'm running to. I want to say thank you very much, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Have it a have a fabulous, fabulous rest of the day. And tomorrow we'll have an open forum Wednesday. Let's talk about anything. Let's get into some real big issues here, okay? Let's do that uh, coming up tomorrow. Open forum Wednesday. You know, if you want to talk about sports, you know, we can do that as well. All right? Make it a fabulous rest of the day. And thank you so much for listening to Grant Napier here. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.